secret baby get wait a minute wait a minute this wait wait this is a christian show it's so much that are going on in the church now to where now it's starting to look like a 10x yeah. My God. My God. Who is the CFO of the house? I am. Ready? Well, the green, this is interesting. Um, oh, Kelsey, you were on our side. I, I hate to have to go with the women on this. <laughs> because I ride with the fellas, but I don't know if Chris, I don't know if I can coach them. Tonight, of course, you got your amazing host, Datavia. We got my good bro, Chris, and of course, our awesome sis, Alice. What up, what up, what up? Y'all, tonight gonna be crazy. Like my sister said, we got Alice in the house, y'all. That's our third amigo, so y'all know what's gonna go down. Then also, y'all, tonight is something really special. This is actually Millennial Speaks' first time going live. Like, live, live, like, live, you feel me? So, like... This is our thing, so we're gonna have a good time tonight. We're gonna have some great conversation, and it's me versus them. So of course, I know I gotta hold it down for the fellas. So, hey, just let them know. Boy, ain't nobody thinking about that. Alice, Listen, with God, we can't lose. It's that okay. part. <laughs> but y'all, we we um we recorded an amazing episode about revival, but we really wanted to come on here and just kind of dissect that that whole episode because. It was amazing. We literally saw with our own eyes how God moved in our pre-recording. So we just wanted to come and engage with y'all and really get y'all feedback on those clips. We're going to show the clips. We're going to talk about it. And we want to see what y'all think about it in the comments. So please make sure you're uh, typing it up so we can see because we're going to be able to see and engage with y'all because we know y'all like that. So let's get to it. Anybody want to say anything before we get to the, watching this first clip? Go ahead, Alice. Let them know. Let, tell them something. Tell them something. Y'all are in for a treat. I am excited about what God is getting ready to do. You might want to put on your listening ears and you might want to take out your notepad because you need to take notes on this one because there is a whole lot of great information that is coming. And you can't have five of God's favorite people on the live and it not be fun. Okay. So make sure you tag your friends right now because they need to be watching and make sure you comment because we might actually read your comments on the screen tonight and actually converse with you guys. So I'm excited to be here. Always an honor to share the stage with my friends, my siblings. I love y'all. And this is Millennial Speak and we're going to get to the spoken truth. Hey, and check this what? out, y'all. <laughs> Just get y'all a little nugget. This is going to be as good as we look. And y'all see my sister right here? And my sister right here? They look good, right? So you can imagine how good it's gonna be. Okay, come on now. <laughs> All right, let's get into this first clip. So since we're talking about revival, right? Um, obviously the, the, the key word today is, is revive. So the question I will pose is, how do you feel like you rejuvenate yourself or how do you feel like you self-motivate yourself in a place of spiritual fatigue? 
question. I know it was a great question, actually. <laughs> well, I'll go first. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, for me, is um, every morning I get up and I spend time alone, at least about 15 to 20 minutes with God. I take my yoga mat outside. I sit down. Um, I pick a worship song for the week, and that is the way that I minister to myself. I usually hear that song in my sleep, and so that's what I get up the next morning, and I'm like, okay, this is my song for the week. So I get outside. I get on my yoga mat. Um, I listen to my worship music and I just let God minister me through the quiet and tell me what I need to do this week. If there's people that God have laid on my heart, then I pick up my phone and call them. I'm one of those people. So I don't like to wait until later. Like, oh, I'll call them this week. If God puts it on my heart, I'm like, you about to get this work on my way to work. Okay. Because listen, God put you on my heart. So those are some of the things that I do to rejuvenate myself. I, I affirm myself my every morning. I think it's super important to talk to yourself, to speak life into yourself. I can't just wait on other people to give me something that I can give myself because I I will end up at the bottom of the barrel if I wait for other people to be in charge of my salvation. I'm in charge of my salvation, not other people. So I can't give other people that kind of authority over my life. So I make sure that I'm the first line of defense between me and the devil when he tries to come at me at the beginning of the week. So those are My some God. of the things that I do. I think it's super important for you to spend that time alone with God and just, you know, be one with him. Ooh, I totally agree. I do agree. I'm the same way. I mean, the word rejuvenate, I mean, it's just a refreshing, uh, a kind of state of being refilled. And I mean, every day we literally have to be rejuvenated by God just to go on, to carry on, to just asking him to just breathe new life in us every day you know whether that's you worshiping first thing in the morning you reading your word first thing in the morning you're just saying a prayer and you're meditating in his presence and i know you know busy days early mornings we don't always have that time to just designate 15 to 30 minutes because we like okay it's time to go get up get up get up but you have to like you have to usher in that time with god so that you can be refilled <clears throat> every day daily yeah daily yeah I, um uh for me um it's, it's weird um and alice knows this about me um i really feel like in the season of my life god has given me songs of my own where God literally, you know, like when I'm when I'm in a season of or in a place where I'm like, I'm just like not there, <laughs> you know, I'm just, you know, God literally comes like straight to my face. Like, listen, I gave you something you got to sing over yourself. Mm. And he's giving me in a season where I was like low in the valley. And um, God says, you what I've sung over you, sing it back to yourself. Sing it, you know, uh, and, you know, like the, the songs that he's given me is on the lines of who I know him to be, you know. So when I need a healer, I know how to go to a song and pick that he has given me, you know, to like really, you know, uh, just give me that 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 assurance that I know that he's who he is in my life. And I, I just I just have to keep doing that daily, man. And, um, <laughs> You know, for a busy person, you know, I know we're all busy. Um, uh, it's, it's important for us to take time, you know, and and get in those places. Even if you gotta drive, I, I drive. So much. I got, I got something yeah. in my car. You know, I call them Jesus miles because it's either church or my time with him. You know, right. 
Oh, you know, that's that's just what I do, and I make sure right. I'm spending time with him always. Can't tell over here trying to preach, preach. You hear me? Okay, no. <laughs> that was good. I, I don't know, but that happens for a lot of people. Like song, it's like always a song. Like God just reminds us of His goodness through songs all the time, and I just. It's always good because you could just be in a moment like where you just uh frustrated, aggravated, that be me at work, and then God just kind of give me a song and I'm just, you know, at peace. Like, thank you, Lord, mm-hmm. for downloading that song and me to just kind of reset me for the day. So <clears throat> wow, so that's how we opened up the show, y'all. That was Already lit. Of course, Chris, you know, had to come in with the sauce in the beginning. But what's your thoughts on that little clip right there? I'm going to let ladies go first. You know, I'm a gentleman. Go ahead. Um, I like what Margarita said. And she talked about how she allows God to minister through the quiet. And I think so many times we're so busy speaking to God that we're not allowing him to speak back to us. And so I heard that and I made sure even in my own life and in my prayer life that now I'm allowing that to happen consistently. The other thing that she talked about um, was picking up the phone when somebody comes to mind. Who are you interceding for? It's not always going to God just for you, but are you able to pick Chris up in in the spirit and pray for Chris? Am I able to hear Detavia's name and say, you know what, I'm going to pray for Detavia. Um, The other thing that she said that I liked was affirm yourself, right? And how do we do that? Because can I be honest with you? You can say you're pretty all all the days of your life. And that's nice, but it's something about saying that I am wonderfully and fearfully made that sticks and stands. Why? Because the word of the Lord doesn't return back to him void. So when I use the word as my anchor and as my affirmation, I'm able to speak back to what, okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. The Lord spoke and the earth came to pass. So what would happen if I speak over my life and allow that to come to pass? What am I saying to us tonight? Our words have power. The Lord's word has power. The Bible has power. And so if you were feeling like you were low, it's probably because you're low on the word. Those who have the word of God are able to stand stronger than any tower. And so I want to encourage you guys, affirm yourself with the Bible. She really gave us some great tips. And I pray that we heard it and that we actually live it out because it's not enough to just hear it anymore. We got to be doers of this. So I really enjoyed those clips. Sis, come on. Because we live in a society where it's all about affirmations now. You know, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and it's just like all these affirmations, my daily affirmations. And they're like, where is God in it? You know, that's what I'm always saying. Where is God in it? Where's your, how does your salvation lifestyle look like? Yeah, you could say I'm beautiful all day, but like my sis said, like back it up with the word of God. So if I tell you that you're beautiful and I'll say, well, you beautiful because Ezekiel's three and sixteen. Are you not going to see my compliment? I'm just trying to understand. I'm just trying to understand for the. She clearly out, said she affirms herself. Y'all Make saying, sure reading is fundamental, Christopher. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying because you know the Bible does tells me in Psalm 34 that I will bless Lord at all times, and His prayer so I can be out of my mouth. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if I give you a compliment, you know, since so that's coming from my temple and God lives in the inside of my temple, so technically that was a compliment from you know the Most High. Okay, we're gonna accept your comment, Chris, because it was thoughtful and it was, you know, it's you, so it was creative, yeah, thank you so much, yeah, something like that. But 
Okay. Anybody down there? What y'all thought? What's y'all thoughts on the clip? Our sis Margarita shared so much knowledge. So <laughs> definitely, if you want to rewind that, you know, when we're done, because she's very knowledgeable. I love sitting with her and just soaking up all that knowledge. So thank you, Margarita, if you're out there listening. Thank you so much. But and listen, I, I'll say this too. Like, I get on my sis Margarita all the time because, like, she's a millennial at heart, right? She's really still a millennial. I will put her age out there because she will kill me, literally, right now. But, however... However, my sis is a senior millennial. Let's put it like that. She's a senior millennial. And I don't um, think with, senior millennials. Yeah, with and with that being said, I mean, I use margarita all the time as like really really pretty much like a, a balance, like on a day-to-day, like uh like life situations. Like I call her anytime A sis, like this what I, this what I got going on. What you think about this? And she always, you know, give me the real, which is what I love about her, very transparent. And at the end of the day, she gave me that real. Then she gave me, you know, you know the spiritual. Because a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have balance. Sometimes you can know the word, but sometimes you don't know how to apply the word. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like um, in a lot of instances, like, she gives me that transparency. And then she also gives me that wisdom on how to apply the word. You know what I'm saying? Because when you feel in some type of way or you got life, you know, hitting you from left, right, front, to back. Like, sometimes, like, you, I mean, all of us, we don't want to hear the word. Like, even the Tavia. Like, you know, I ain't going to put a business out there, but I'm about to put her business out there. She applied for this job, y'all. Didn't get the job. She was all boohoo, cry, cry, all that. I didn't get the job. And I was like, sis, like, it's all right. You know God, what God has for you? She's like, I know, but I don't want to hear that. I know that. I know I'm going to pray. I'm like, I'm like, girl, I'm just trying to, you know. So I think, you know, the main thing about it, in my personal opinion, is, you know, having that self-discipline, having that uh, repertoire, um, you know, learning how to apply the word versus just knowing the word, you know what I'm saying, respectfully. And on that note, I'm going to sip me some Minute Maid because y'all know I love me some juice. Praise God. Oh, Lord. But anyway, <laughs> put my business out there and then took a sip. Anyways. Okay, let's see what they saying in the comments, y'all. And while we're reading the comments, I want to even piggyback off of what Kentrell said. And he talked about how he'll allow the Lord to sing over him. I think that's something that we miss in worship, too. Because sometimes when you're in worship, um, sometimes God will give you a song. Sometimes he won't even give you a song. He'll give you a sound. And so I never want people to get so boxed in that they think worship is only music. Begin to allow him to expand what your worship life looks like um, so that he's able to sing over you and speak over you. And that way you're able to be um, secure in him. Um, And so I thought that part was powerful when he said that. And I hope that we took that as well. um, And we really allowed it to... um, Marinate. That's what I'm gonna say. We're gonna we're gonna marinate on it tonight, y'all. <laughs> but these comments are good. I was gonna say they can it up in the comments. Thank y'all. We love y'all. Let, let um, they said, "Come on, this is good." Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Your zeal, Deborah Curtis says, "Your zeal for the Lord is showing." Praise God. That's what. Um, all about. Oh, she must. She had to be talking. She had to be talking about me because I know my zeal right now is shining, shining bright like a diamond. That's to be right. Well, tell her thank you. She talking thank to you, you. and only you. Thank you so much. I know you're talking about me. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, and my thank sisters you. as well. You know, I know you're talking about both of them as well. You know that pride come before the fall. Ooh, my God. He don't want to hear that though. He don't want to hear that though. So, guys, we're gonna go find <laughs> this clip. And whenever our producer is ready, we'll show you guys.
I just want to encourage everybody tonight that there is so much healing in the revival. Like in the revival, there is healing. Like God is in a healing season for us all, but you have to want the healing. You have to do the work. You have to make sure that you are putting in the right things to make sure that your healing is. Some of us are so, so much unhealed that we don't know our left from our right. And some of the decisions we're making is because we're making it from an unhealed position that mm -hmm. we're in. The healing is yours for the taking. You just have to go get it. It isn't something that you can go to Walmart or Target or buy on a shelf. Like it's in you. You just have to tell God that you are ready for it. Your grief deserves to be protected and cared for. No matter what anybody says, no matter what anybody tried to make you think or feel like you're going through, it deserves to be protected. It deserves to be cared for by those people. Be careful who you invite into your healing season because some people can do more harm than good. So when you're in this revival season and God is reviving you, make sure that you know that healing is a component of that. And some of the things that we really think that we're here for, we're not. Yes, things are going to trigger you. There are going to be people, places, and things that trigger you. But if your grief goes unchecked, it ends up hitting people, places, and things that it should never hit. Wow. Because we refuse to, because when we're in a state of grief, we feel like if we let that thing go, it's letting that person's situation or thing go as well. And as long as we feel connected to it, we feel like, it's a part of our life. We're never going to let it go. But God doesn't want us to hold on to that stuff. Like he doesn't want us to hold. He didn't give us any of this stuff for us to carry it around in our pocketbooks, our wallets, our backpacks, our cars, our houses, our marriage, our children, our family. He didn't give us these things to be able to do it. He is the king of redeem. Like he can redeem you from anything. There's nothing that you can do or hold on to that God cannot absolutely revive you from, that he cannot bring you back into a place where you are literally aligned with God, where you are literally sitting at his feet, getting everything that he had. And suffering in a dark place is not a rush. You know what I mean? We think that we suffering in this place, like, and it gives us some kind of clout, some kind of thing or whatever. And listen, stop trauma bonding with these folks, okay? Because you and your friends swapping these things that y'all got going on, baby, it is not healthy. Stop trauma bonding because this is what happened. You are unhealed, she's unhealed, and all y'all do is swap. This week I'm carrying yours, next week you carry mine, and we just ping pong back and forth because we refuse to give it to God. Stop doing that. Stop trauma bonding with your friends. Just because y'all done been through some things together does not mean you're helping each other. Especially if y'all ain't invited God in. Oh you got to invite God in it. There's no point in sitting on the couch with each other in your pajamas crying, but you're crying to each other and not to God. You got to cry out to God because your homegirl, quiet as kept, can't do nothing for you, sis. If she ain't going to the source, because she is not the source. She mm -hmm. may be your friend, your ace, boom, coon, and everything since, you know what I'm saying, sandboxes and everything. But listen here, she is not the source. So both of you guys join hands and literally sit at the feet of Jesus and be like, Jesus, together, we're standing firm on this thing. We're standing firm on our healing. We walking in it. We demanding it. And don't let Satan, listen, you are not the sum total of your grief, your trauma, your childhood, your mama issues, your daddy issues. You are not the sum total of anything. You are the sum total of that man dying on the cross for you. That is the sum total of who you are. Is the fact that Jesus 
thought that enough of you to die for you and didn't want anything in return but for you to walk in your authority. Come on. Come on. Woo! Hallelujah. Y'all. Okay. a jaw dropper right there, man. Hallelujah. Jesus. That's crazy. Go ahead, Chris. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, for the most part, I mean, it, it's not... It's not nothing new to me that Margarita drops these type of wisdom bombs um, on experience because I think like experience is like the best teacher from when it comes down to wisdom. I mean, so a lot of things that she said, I can I can resonate with those things because I feel like, um, like in my opinion, I feel like once you like utilize the tools that you have that you've been given, you can actually apply them to the to the situation. You know, saying depending on you know what you need them for. So I think all in all, like. I don't know. I, I just feel like, it, to me, like the the main thing I keep getting out of all these messages, even when I listen to Control, uh, is just like learning how to apply. Like you know what I'm saying. And I don't know why I, like apply it so heavy in my spirit, but that's just kind of like how I feel about it. Like, I mean, people talk about all the time about money, finances, relationships, and all type of things. And I was talking to my girl about this like like the other day. I'm like, in my personal opinion, and I'm 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 deviating a little bit, but I'm just trying to I'm gonna bring it back full circle. I think. That's my point about applying. I think, like, when you look at relationships, even when you look at being a Christian, when you're looking at, when you look at being a church, being a friend, being a good Samaritan, I personally believe that 98% of people know what to do. They know how to have a good relationship, how to have a good marriage, how to uh, save, how to um, manage their money good. People know how to do it. They know how to. The challenge comes to when, you have to, when you're in a position where you have to apply it. And I look at that from all areas, even with Christianity. Everybody know, like, okay, you shouldn't smoke, you shouldn't drink, you shouldn't cuss, you know, you shouldn't live in adultery, you shouldn't, uh, you know, live in same-sex marriages, same-sex relationships, you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't do all these things. We are, we know what it is to be a Christian, but when temptation comes, you know what I'm saying? Are you strong enough to to go against your temptations? I made a post the other day. True mature, true maturity and growth is when you can go against what your emotions validate. If I feel angry, if I feel upset, if I feel horny, if I feel any type of way, can I still make a conscious decision to go against what my emotions validate? So everything that Control was saying, everything Margarita was saying, pretty much just goes back to what I was saying about knowing how to apply it, learning, you know what I'm saying, learning when to apply it, you know what I'm saying, that discipline, consistency, but that's all I have right now. And I really appreciate y'all again. I just want to say that, y'all, my sister, they look so beautiful. Look at Alice over here, just rocking the natural. The Tavia over here rocking the banyan. Come on. Do it like you so be day, baby. Come on now. <laughs> Chris, stay focused. Lord I'm, fo I'm focused. I'm focused. I'm focused. My name ain't her, but I'm focused. <laughs> oh, God. <All> right. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, but that was good, Chris. You made some valid points. Thanks, bro. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. Because I got a whole lot of things I have to say on that clip. Go because ahead. Because that clip was pure wisdom. And let those who have an ear to hear, hear. You might want to rewatch this clip um, once this whole series is over because she gave wisdom. And so I, I have a lot of notes from that one. She said, <laughs> if you have to, you have to want the healing. It's not enough for God to want you to be healed. You have to want it. And so accepting what was already done on the cross for you. Um, the other thing that she said was be careful of who you invite into your healing season. That part. 
that was powerful. And for me, I'm going to share something. I'm going to be real honest and open and transparent on this um, live today. I went through an experience over a year ago. Literally, I think this last month was a year where I had a mentor that the Lord abruptly said, you got to get rid of that person because it's not of God. And we were trauma bonding. And the Lord said something to me, and I'm going to say it on this live today. He said, don't allow your birthing place to be an abortion clinic. And some of us, what happens is we get into this healing space and God is trying to take things away from us and add things into us. And because of the people that we have around us, it can kill your baby. What am I saying to you? Moses, Moses could have been killed if he didn't have the right midwives around them. What am I saying to you? You got to check who's around you. You got to check who's speaking into your ear. You got to check who's speaking into your spirit. You got to check who you're giving your vision to. You got to check who you're giving your, your ideas to. I don't even care if it's family. You can't tell everybody everything. And there are some se um, seasons that are secret. Don't reveal to people in public what God revealed to you in private. It's not their business yet. And so that's why some of us lose sometimes because we're speaking all these things and God is like, that's premature, honey. Slow down. Don't open that mouth yet because it's not time. Um, and so what she said was so powerful. And then I think there were a few more points that she said, give him the burden. So many times we try to carry things ourselves. And I struggled with this for years. And that is important to give him the burden. And she said something else. Um, and the spirit of the Lord said this as she was speaking. She was talking about surgery. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, don't rush surgery. If you get off the operating table before they finish with you, what happens? A hot mess. Complication. Yeah. It, complications happen in surgery. So many of us are not allowing the Lord to sew us up, bring us into the operating room so then we can recover. We just get out of the operating room and we walk onto the street. That's not how this thing works. Allow God to help you recover in this season. The other thing that she said, and I'm going to close with this one, was you are the sum total of who died on the cross for you. When the enemy comes to you and lies to your face, I want you to say back to him, I am the sum total of the person who died for me. That means I am the image of Christ because Christ is inside of me. So I don't have to take on any other image of the world. I don't have to take on any lie of the enemy. I can be all who God has called me to be and I can stand in it. And so she just dropped so many nuggets for us. And I pray that we really, really picked it up. I just want to say to you, Margarita, we were excited when we recorded that, but I'm still excited as I'm listening to it today because it's still powerful. Yeah. For real. She is not lying. But uh, I want to talk about one of the things she said. She said suffering in a dark place and not rushing it back to kind of what Alice was talking about with surgery. We all go through a suffering place, you know, and we try to hurry up and get out of it. Like, God, why me? Whoa, why me? But in that suffering place, sometimes that's where God really wants to just kind of get your attention. So you can say, well, so that he can say, seek me first, the kingdom of heaven, and all these things will be added unto you. So sometimes we need to go through that suffering, you know, because it's a reset at the end of the day, which is which is what we're here for, the revival. Reset, revival, restoration, that's all found in God. That's all found in your healing process. So don't rush when you're suffering because God is trying to put you in a place where he can mold you and shape you to who he needs you to be for that season you're in. So we're often like, oh my God, this 
uh, something else. It's always something, blah, blah, blah. But trust the process. Trust what God is trying to teach you in that suffering place, in that dark place, and take heed to what God is saying to you. Listen, listen and be patient. Don't rush it. There's nothing to rush because God is going to prepare you for something way bigger. And if you step into it prematurely, You'll be losing souls when God is trying to prepare you, make you strong, make you stable mentally, physically, emotionally. And you step out because you think you're ready. You're tired of suffering. Mm -mm. The mission is going to be complicated. The mission is not going to succeed because you have stepped out of the will of God. So be patient in your suffering and just wait. Wait, guys. Anybody else? got? And since I don't know. I don't know if you've seen these comments, but I want to read something um, okay, that I that our brother Corey wrote. Hey, Corey, um, he wrote the abortion could start by us speaking too soon, mm. and on, I think that we don't we don't realize that it's like don't speak too soon on what God is revealing to you. And so I'm so glad that he said that. These comments, I'm telling y'all, uh, we enjoying the comments tonight too. <laughs> Um, they're powerful. Some he also says suffering and hardships build. I missed it. It went too fast. Suffering and hardships build character. Come on. And he gave us a scripture. Thank you. Corey. Not to use my phrase. Come on. Come on. Chris, <laughs> I know, but it's like when we be on the show and stuff. Like I really like the wisdom and like the 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 knowledge that y'all be pouring out. But like I feel like. Another spiritual piece of advice I want to give y'all is like, put the corn down. What I mean by that is like, I feel like, you know how you eat corn like at a, at a crab bowl? I feel like y'all be like, <laughs> biting my swag. And I just appreciate it if y'all stop biting my swag like you eating corn at a crab bowl. But I mean, outside of that, I mean, y'all are doing so good. I really appreciate it. Chris, can I say something? If we're yes. made in the image of Christ and we serve the same God, why wouldn't we have the same swag? Ah, I'm glad you said that <laughs> because I believe I, 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 I believe that God created us in his image, right? Mm -hmm. But I right. think that all of us have a different type of characteristic of God that we, you know, uh, yes, shine the most. So yeah. I think that as a body of Christ, there's some type of um, individualism. No, inclusion, because if we're the body, you know, you can't have two heads. You have to have one one left arm, one right arm, you know, a neck. So, like, if we all are the same, then how can we all grow in different lanes for the one purpose to, uh, oh, Bosha, I feel my help coming. So, I, I believe that in this season that we all should operate from a place of uh, spiritual connection with God, but still in an inclusive way where we still have a different characteristic that, you know, displays itself. I'm glad Corey said because I was about to say he said, Chris, what are you talking about? If anybody out there can interpret what Chris is saying, please help us all out. We will love that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what you're talking about. So make sure y'all follow Chris. Minute, minute, real good, he gonna have his own minute, show minute, real soon. He gonna have his own show real soon, y'all. Where he can talk all his insanity by himself. Okay. <laughs> solo show <laughs> but, but yeah thank you guys are y'all ready for the next clip they yes, want to know what flavor juice um are you drinking chris oh, i'm glad you asked. so i'm glad you guys asked so 
in order for me to even get into my, you know, my my good performing and my good energy before I, you know, get onto the show and I pray and all that stuff, I always have to have the fruit punch minute made. And the reason why I like this is because when I was growing up, they used to put this juice in the communion. My God. And I really felt like I got saved all over again. Oh, Bosha. Mm. So if you, again, fruit punch, it will get your spirits going. I personally prefer the strawberry kiwi, but if that's what gets your spirit going, by all means, you go. That's because right you're not saved. That's because you're not saved all the way. <laughs> that's because we lay on our faces before him. Wow. We don't need substances to get us there. Come on, somebody. Okay, we got the Holy Spirit, and that's enough for us. I got him that too. Is, that is enough for us, Chris. I got I got him too. I had him first. Y'all got him second. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are enjoying the show for real. Cause we were kind of nervous about doing this whole live thing, but I think we got it. Yeah, we got I, I think it. we did good. Okay. I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna to tell you her props. I just want to say, even from the first time that we started recording and like God giving her wisdom and all these amazing things to say, um, I've just definitely seen her evolve um, on the platform with speaking, being more confident. So let's just give God a clap and a round of applause for Detavious, um, you know, her confidence. And then as well, God also blessed us with Alice. I mean, for someone her age, um, yes. being a, a a a a foundational piece in this in this world for millennials she's came yes. on here as well as an, as an extra piece um and a pillar on millennial speaks uh to like really bring some wisdom <laughs> so um and thank y'all and then you know i'm just here for more support and laughs you um no 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 i i come and bring you know a little, you know, I, I bring a little contribution, you know, I do what I can for the people. But um, also, shout outs to Corey and Brandon, the founders of this show. Oh my gosh, Corey, they are so amazing. I love them. Corey, let's, get back to the let's, let's get back to the conversation. I just want to, you know, tell y'all how amazing these people were that, that make all this happen for y'all. Before we go to the next clip, I want to say, my daddy Corey said, watermelon minime, that's what starts a revival. And I got to agree with him. That, that's what starts a revival, okay? He he was born in Pentecost. That what he think like that. He was born in Pentecost. We we won't do we in we in non denomination now, brother. Woo child. That's so, we do. so put your little fruit punch to the side and go get you some watermelon. Okay. But y'all, let's go into this next clip. I'm excited to see which clip it is. Let's go. In knee deep in my grief, God was using that those moments in order for me to get to the place where I can help people. I had to really know what it was like in order for me to help somebody. You have to have experienced some things. You don't want the electrician to come to your house and he ain't never worked no wires in a wall. So I don't necessarily want somebody coming to me who has not been, you know what I mean, in the trenches with God. You can't tell me anything. If you haven't been in the trenches with God, if you and God ain't been at a battle, y'all ain't been at a fight where you like, no, no, no. And God like, yes, yes, yes. Then you cannot help me. 
So if you haven't been there before, you can't help me. So it's like sometimes, you know, it's like failure becomes before the launch. You know what I mean? I had to fail in honor for God to propel me forward for me to be able to work for him and do his work, do what he needed for me to do for his people. I had to be literally I had to fail at doing this grief thing on my own. Like God was like, listen, this was never your burden to bear, never your cross to carry. I've done all of that. Why are you trying to do this? So now I'm going to give you the authority to let that go so that now that you can carry this cross to be able to help people. Like you're going to use my cross to build people up. You're going to use my cross and all of those things that I did up there on that cross. You're going to use that to help people. This is how you are going to get your revival. These people that I have helped in this last two years have been my revival. God used those people to revive me in so many ways that I wasn't even aware of that I needed. I wasn't even aware. I thought I was doing a good job and I was out here. You know that song on, on TikTok? Girl, you're doing a good job. I thought that was me. You know? No, God was like, eh, eh, girl, you are not doing a good job. Like, because I wasn't in it. You was running from me. You was relying on your own strength and not mine. So it's like you have to make sure that in order for you to help people get some revival, you have to have been through a revival yourself. Man, <laughs> she she said she said she said it all. <laughs> she said it all. Oh, my God. To breathe because my God, I think you have helped us all. I think we could go home on that note. I want to I want to say rewind that back a little bit. She said I had to fail before the launch. That, that's gonna stick with me all week. I oh, Jesus, yeah. that, was that was good. So good. And, and, and um. You know, like like I said, she said everything, and I, you know, the part where she said, um, you know, you have to know what it is to, you know, how it feels to to know what it is to to bring someone up, you know, and that's just like worship leaders, us us, you know, we can never lead someone where we never been, you know. Oops, we, we can <laughs> we can never lead someone where we've never been, like literally. Um, I can also say I have. You know, God had me operating in this healing <clears throat> ministry, um, and only only way, and it has always been spoken over me, literally, always been prophesied over me. I just, I you know, I just never like knew the entirety of what it was until I had to deal with the grief. My mom passed away. You know, Alice knows it. Like, I, I. I Literally dealt in the season, man. It's been almost December this year will be three years, and it is is literally been, you know, crazy for me. And I literally had to live the season still doing what I was uh, anointed to do during the pandemic. Uh, still singing, going to church every Sunday, every weekend, never having that break or that, you know, that. Uh, that time away where I can just, you know, still away and, and, and get my heart, myself together. But God kept me in this moment and, you know, kept kept me on the road traveling. And he was like, it's in your worship, in your praise, where I'm going to start healing, bring the healing that you need. And literally, if I, if I literally went against the assignment of the Lord, the season that I'm living in, that he's allowing me to flourish in, um, would not be what it is because I wanted to do my own thing. 
I wanted to do my own thing versus what he wanted to do in me versus how he wanted to keep me in this season of my life, you know, in this hard season of my life, you know, so it is so important that we, we, we go through, we go through these things because this is what's going to help us uh, help revive and bring up others. Jesus, mm. my God, my God. I mean, y'all, when I really say God moved with us pre-recording, he really did. And I'm not just saying that just to say it, but I hope that when y'all watching these clips and y'all hearing us talk about it, that you see that God moved through us, you know, and for us. Because sometimes we think we're going to get on there and say one thing and God just has another way of just kind of pulling everything together. So I love God because he always show up and show out for millennial speaks. So y'all, that was a lot to dissect. We know. So I'm going to start and I'm going to talk about, okay, when Kentrell said in your worship and in your praises where you find your healing. We've been talking about healing for a little bit. We know that healing, you know, that's that's revival in itself to be awakened, to be refreshed, to be renewed, to be restored. That's all healing. Whatever you feel like you need to be healed from, please take advantage of that time and go through the healing process. Going back to what Margarita said, don't rush it. Healing has to be taken with care with some TLC, some tender loving care. Don't try to try to figure everything out on your own because it's never going to work. We are nothing without God. We will never be anything without God. Allow God to come in, to step in, usher him in, usher that time in with him and acknowledge that you need to be healed. I know it's been times where I was just feeling like, okay, why am I feeling this way? Like, why am I still, you know, bitter or angry over something that happened years ago? Because I didn't allow God to... I didn't usher that healing time in with God. So now I'm older and I'm still trying to learn that, like, God, I need to be healed from this. I want to be set free and delivered from this feeling that keeps recurring. And it's been happening for years, you know, allow God to step in and heal you wholeheartedly so that you can become whole, so that you can be used for his kingdom, for his glory. That's what something else that somebody said revival is being used by God. You can never carry somebody if you've never been through nothing so allow god to i guess analyze what you're going through so that you can understand why you're going through what you're going through because we know for years everybody say not all the time you go through something is because god want to punish you god want to take you through something so that you can help the next person so you always going to go through stuff. God never said that we wouldn't have all these hardships, all these circumstances. We would never go through nothing. No, but he said he'll be with you. He'll go before you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. you but, that's but you just clean, you the clean slate. You never going to be touched. Nah, that's not how this works. That is not how this works. Please you hear what I'm not how this works. So allow God to step in and present a healing for you. You better preach, little Ben Yang. <laughs> Go but ahead, Alice. Sis, you doing a good job. Sis, you doing a good doing job. job. Sis, you doing a good job. Hey, 
that you know the little boy that be uh on the little video uh from the hours to hours, he was like, Can I say it to you? Can I say it to you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love y'all for real uh, <laughs> they just said a whole lot y'all know i got my notes because they they just be dropping gems um i want to start off with i had to call um fall forward so he could propel me margarita stated that and i thought that was powerful i think a lot of times we are afraid to fall we are afraid to make mistakes and there's no mistake that isn't redeemable in god and Talk so um, what, she, what she said there, um, it's powerful that failure can propel you or what the enemy deems is failure. Because uh -huh. I think somebody said it in the comments with Joseph, his brothers thought that they were doing something to him, not realizing that they were a part of the plan of God from the beginning. And so never look at your situation. I'm sure if my brother and my sister could talk, um, even myself, if you heard our stories, there were parts where we failed but God was able to use it and turn it around for his glory. And now we're here to be able to speak to you guys. And so um, she talked about, you have to have been through revival to then revive. Um, I think a lot of times in this generation, we want a microwave process and we have to understand that some things take time. And so going through it, do not try to rush your process. Do not try to just go over on the other side and leap. No, go through that thing. Um, one thing that I've realized in my journey is that God took me through certain things because now the women that I'm encountering, they are able to learn from those things. But if I never picked up those tools, I wouldn't be able to give them that wisdom. So that is why it is important because what you're going through is never just for you, but it's also for your family. Um, the other thing she said was I had to fail before launch. How many of us has God given us an idea and because it failed, we don't pick it back up again. But I declared tonight that there were things that we have failed at in the past, but we're going to pick them back up and God is going to breathe on it. And we're going to be able to launch those things and it's not going to fail this time. Why? Because you're casting your net out again and God told you to cast that net. So guess what? Success has to follow your life. The other thing that she talked about, and I'm going to wrap up, um, Cantrell talked about your pain can bring you into a season of flourishing. I think a lot of time when there's a storm and it's raining and it's raining and it's raining, we don't realize there's a seed that's in us that's being watered so that a flower can grow out. But we don't want the rain. We don't want that heavy pressure. And so we're just like, I'm going to give it up. But they just talked about going through it. And one last thing that he said, and I'm going to um, hand it to my brother, is you can't lead where you have never been. I thought that was a powerful statement because Chris is a musician. So I think you can talk to um, talk on this a little bit more, but a lot of times in leadership and in church, um, sometimes we're trying to speak on things and God is just like, um, you can't lead people to revival if you're refusing to have an encounter with God <clears throat> himself. I can't lead you to a Holy Spirit that I don't have a relationship with. I can't lead you to read your Bible when I don't read my own Bible. I can't lead you to that place. Why? Because real leadership is setting the example. And so what she said tonight was just so powerful. And I'm grateful that we had the two of them on here. They're so amazing. And they have both poured out so much wisdom. And I don't know, what is your favorite thing that they said, audience? We want to hear from you guys and figure out, like, what have they been saying that is going to change your life? Because they've been speaking some powerful gems. And we want to know the takeaways. Okay. And I'm going to pass it to Chris. <laughs> um, so like what you said, um, you know, I try to like look at it 
from all angles. I do agree to your point that um, certain places I feel like you can't be led unless you experienced it or unless you you um, you know you know. But however, I also believe as well that sometimes, like I'm a I'm a big believer. Like I don't feel like, and this is my personal opinion. I don't feel like everybody has to experience a thing to to be educated on it. Sometimes I feel like you learn by paying attention, by being willing to be taught. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm if I'm a, if I'm a sibling of three, and I see that my brother got a weapon for doing something, I don't have to get a weapon. You know, or to do. I'm, I see. Okay, I don't. I'm not doing that because that is a certain consequence. However, I do believe to what you said, Alice, that sometimes God takes us through a season of uh, of purity and also through trials and tribulations. Because I'm a big component to it, believing that God's gonna test you before He bless you. Um, I feel like He does that to to see where your heart. Is where your heart is, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'll use me for an example. Um, I I decided to make like a career change, right? Um, in, the, in the gap of my career change, like a lot of times I'm like, my faith always been crazy, you know what I'm saying? I, and I'd be very transparent with y'all. Like when it comes down to paying tithes, like I haven't been consistent as I should be, should be right? Should, should be. And I, when I say inconsistent, I've probably been inconsistent like probably over like the last 10 years, just being, just being transparent with y'all, right? But however, like I've always, like, believed in the Sonia seeing in the ground and the faith and all that, right? And I just give you this quick little testimony because I don't want to get this out. But pretty much, um, I had an opportunity, you know, um, a few a few days ago to play for like three different churches, right, on base. I'm like, wow, for real. So I, got, I had one church that was offering me six hundred dollars a week, another church that offered me five fifty, and then another church that offered me three fifty. During this time, I had went to a local church that's like 10 minutes away from the house. And uh, I loved it. It was probably like one of the only churches that pretty much like kind of pulled the strings on my heart outside of my home church and back home in Jacksonville. So when I went to the church, God had told me, he like, don't accept none of those offers you. You, um, you, 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 uh, you accept it or that you was going to consider. Now, mind you, this pastor wanted me to pay for his church. And he was going to pay me 150 a week. All right. So out of the three days I had for 600, 550, and 350, he was gonna pay me 150. And at the time, and during the, during this career uh, transition, music right now was my only source of income. So I said, okay, God, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make this leap because I knew God was saying this is what we need to be. So I make the move. Um, and uh, after I made the move, like I'm contemplating the whole week. I'm like, God, should I call this person and tell him like, you know, I still need to make money. Da da da. I need to do this. Da da da. And I was like, he ain't answering me. So I'm like, at this point, like my faith getting a little weird. So, uh, make a long story short, like I had um, been waiting um, for, uh, I had been waiting for a call from a particular uh, group of people uh, for for a payment. And I tell y'all no lie, within about seventy two hours of making that decision, no lie, I had received over. A couple thousand dollars that 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 can last me for the, like the, the next six months. Um, I, I received twenty thousand dollars, y'all. My God! Just off of making a faith move, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm still like in awe about it because I feel like God was using that as a moment to try to, you know, kind of redirect my faith. Let let me know like when I tell you something, I tell you something. I even want to stress something else with y'all, but it's gonna sound crazy because y'all gonna be like, 
I don't even want to share it because I feel like I hate to be that person. Like I despise people who always try to take uh, life uh, encounters and try to make them spiritual. And I'm not gonna go deep with it. I'm not gonna go deep with it. But like my girl would tell you, like even prior to this, as a, as a caveat, everybody know that Kevin Samuels just passed away. It's crazy that Tavian and Brandon, they probably be like, well, that's good, Chris, or about time. So I will always be like the type of person that always, you know, play the gray area in what Kevin Samuels would talk about something that I didn't necessarily agree with him, but I understand where it's coming from, right? And uh, like later, like during the same time of like when God told me about the, uh, you know, going to the church, he, I was watching the Kevin Samuels live and God said, don't watch his content no more. Like stop following him. So I actually unfollowed him that same night. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. I'm like, why I can't follow him no more? Like, that's crazy. Jeez. And then it's like, I'm not even going to get deep with it. But all I know is like after that, like, you know what I'm saying? Just the other day, man passed away. So I ain't saying that God told me he was going to pass away because he ain't telling me that. No, I'm just throwing it out. Like, God did not tell me that man was going to pass away. I did not know he was going to pass away. But it's just crazy that, like, when you take a, take a leap of faith and you listen to God and you are actually, like, sensitive to his instructions, the things that he, he will reveal to you, you know what I'm saying, shortly after. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had no idea, you know, that I was going to get lots more money, you know what I'm saying, that I had been waiting on for months during the time that I needed it the most. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have no idea, you know what I'm saying, um, that the very person, you know what I'm saying, that I would just look at for entertainment, not for relationship advice, but just for sacred entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Cause I thought that, you know, it ruffled the feathers of a lot of people, and I just thought it was always comical. Would pass away, you know what I'm saying? So just being tuned to a guy like that, just kind of reopen up my eyes and let me know like you know how close I am to God and how you know what I'm saying sensitive I need to be to his voice and his instructions because I mean anything can happen you know what I'm saying so I mean to back to the point bring it back full circle that just also goes back to my point of knowing and when to apply the word of God you know what I'm saying the Bible tells us that my sheep know my voice you know what I'm saying if I had been disobedient you know what I'm saying to any of the instructions no telling if God would have held up my money you know what I'm saying? No telling if I would have, you know, received the message of watching, you know, uh, Kevin Sanders or whatever that I could have utilized and destroyed my relationship. You know what I'm saying? The enemy comes to still care and destroy. You know what I'm saying? So any type of avenue, any type of crest, crease, or uh, hold he can get in, he would do that. You know what I'm saying? To bring destruction. So just having those two forms of a testimony, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. In my experiences, it, it, it was like, supernaturally crazy so i just want to throw that out there i'm just gonna go and say hearing that is a testament that god is answering prayers okay because i know <laughs> i know being my sis alice we be praying for you chris so god is answering prayers even to your point like yeah on a serious tip, like y'all are right. Now he been answering my prayers as well because I asked God that y'all will remain single and not date, and He still answered my prayers time and time. You gonna stop him word cursing, every, every week, every week. I don't know if the back end can mute his but mic, saying, but it's it good. It's it's crazy because every week, every week I call my sister to check up on them, and they still don't have a man. And I say, God, if oh, you don't do you anything, know, you season, know. You know that no, I think earlier in the show the Lord gave us wisdom that you can't tell everybody everything. Everything I just told God, this, I this is the moment when you have God, to realize God, whatever, that you can't tell everybody everything. I just told God, whatever you do in this so, season, 
Don't and Chris, do you, are not, you are one of those ones that is not to be trusted with the vision, okay? <laughs> like I told God, whatever you're doing in this And season, so, Lord, we reject that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. <laughs> you're done. You're done. God, whatever you are you're doing done. in this season, don't do it without me, Lord. Don't do it without me. <laughs> always want to be in control anyway they do no i'm, I'm not being in control i'm i i, I don't want to god why don't you just pray that the lord send us two god-fearing men like we don't want to be single for the rest of our lives yeah. that's not how it's so, supposed to go it's anyway. not good for men to be alone okay that's not the plan of the lord okay. so you can keep your little prayers okay. in your prayer closet because <laughs> ain't nobody listening to that foolishness but anyways, friends, we're gonna God go is listening. God is listening. We're going to the next clip, Chris. Go ahead. <laughs> Y'all know I be hearing God during the show, and um, well, I be hearing God in general. Let me not just say the show. But as you were speaking, the lyrics to your song came to my head. And I think a lot of times people don't realize even in the midst of grief, even in the midst of trials, even in the midst of whatever you're going through, that God still has need of you. And what I thought of was there's a part in your song where you talk about um, broken inside, but still have joy um, and just all of this. But God still has need of me. So no matter what you face, no matter what storm is against you, God still has need of you. And I hope what people would catch tonight is for revival. You're needed. Right? It's not that God, you're a missing piece. I'm if you're not there, the puzzle isn't complete. And so as you were talking, I just heard the Holy Spirit say, have him sing that over God's people that I still have need of them, no matter what they've done. And even to the person who feels like I'm not in church or I'm not in the position that God wants me to, you have the ability to come back to him tonight. what precedes a revival and it's all of that it's the brokenness it's the not being healed totally not being made whole in god you know it's the spiritual warfare that we're trying to win these battles every day my god and when i think about spiritual warfare i think about the mind and the the battle in the mind, you know, that's where that spiritual warfare comes. Like when Alice was encouraging and she was praying over the people, like win the battle in the mind first, because when your mind is not stable, you know, you dealing with double mindedness, doubts, insecurities, and all those things that the devil, all those tactics that the devil will use to kind of get you off guard in your mind. Like, oh, maybe God isn't real. Oh, maybe God isn't in this season with me when I'm going through, when I'm suffering, when I'm trying to heal and I'm not healing the way I expect to. Maybe, you know, it's the mind games that the devil will use to try to throw you off your game to disconnect you from your lifeline, which is God. And then when you when your mind ain't right, you start talking stuff. You start, oh, well, yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe they was right. Maybe I'm not qualified. Maybe in your, your mouth is aligned with your mind. So you start talking things that ain't true. That's why it's important to stay in the word of God. So you can read the word of God back to the devil. This ain't true because my daddy said that I was qualified. He made me qualify. You know, you have to read the word back because that's how we're going to fight in spiritual warfare. Read God's word back to the devil because all he want to do is try to play mind games. So if he got your mind, then he got you speaking it. And then your body just follows like, okay, now I'm, I'm defeated because I have let God win. 
Kentrell left us, guys. <laughs> but yes, like, it's so many people in this season that God had them in, but they're struggling because they're in a spiritual warfare. But the way to win that battle, my God, is to stay in your word, praying daily. So that's why I said spiritual warfare leads to revival, because sometimes we be so disconnected. We be in our own, you know, I don't want to call it a pity party, but we be in our own pity party that we forgot to even say, God, What's going on? God, check my heart posture. God, what is it that I'm lacking right now that's taking me away from you? God, what is it? We have not gone back to the source. So we're in a state of battle. We're in this war with ourselves. And all we have to do is reconnect with God. That's why I say this is a night of revival. Because there's so many people trying to win the battle on their own. And every time I think about revival, I think of um, the song with Torrin Wells, and I think it's Elevation Worship. God never lost a battle. He never loses a battle, nor will he ever waste a battle. So just because you're in a battle, like Kentrell said, this is not the end. My God. See, God will bring you all back around. This is not the end just because you're in a spiritual warfare battle. You're in a battle. It's not the end of you. Return to God. Seek God. Turn to God with a, a humble spirit and a pure heart. Ask God to help you to turn away from your sin, from your wicked ways, from the confusion, from the doubt. Then will he heal you. That's what the word of God says. If they turn away from their wicked ways, then will I forgive their sins and heal their land. That's what revival is all about. Go back to the source. Be filled so that you can, re that you can fulfill your God-given purpose. My God, tonight has just been God-led, and I thank God for using everybody in such a, a way. And I know since the beginning, the devil has been attacking this because first he attacked Chris, Chris' phone died, Chris got knocked out of the system. But we're not here to play with the devil. We're not. God's still going to get the glory, the word, the message still going to get out because that's what God called us to do. He instructed us to still go forth. So, devil, we see you. We tighter your tactics, and we will carry on. So, to our next question, sis, you got it. Amen. To God be the glory. God. And devil, you lose again. You lose again. And again and again and again. And God's people are going to be set free. They're going to be delivered. Um, let me say this before we go to the next question. If you are enjoying this episode like I am, y'all might want to like. You might want to comment. You might want to subscribe if you're on YouTube. And you might want to follow if you're on Facebook. You need to be a part of this conversation each and every time that it happens. Um, because this is what happens when real people of God get together. God is able to do something in our midst. And so it's just always an honor. And I just want to say that, God, we recognize your presence in, our, in this room. And we just honor you. And we thank you that you show up. Um, so... I'm I'm just like over here still just taking in, take in what y'all have said because um, what you don't know is that I experienced grief and I ended up losing my best friend over about five years ago and May is the month he was born. Jesus. And so for the first time in about five years, this is the first month that I can actually, I have peace. Like every May 1st, I feel like I start to tense up. I feel like, Lord, I don't know, this month is a little stressful. But this month I've had peace as we've started. And so as you were talking about that, I'm telling you, God did something in my life where he revived me through that loss. 
That's why you see the woman that you see before you, because he taught me how to pray in those moments. He yeah. taught me how to depend on him and lean on him. So I'm so grateful that you're talking about that today because I wish somebody would have been talking about that when I was experiencing grief. Yeah, I wish that's that why I do what I do because I wished I had a me. That was Jesus. good. Jesus. Y'all like y'all like y'all slaying the spirit right now. My God. I mean, I when was, it moves, it moves, and you better move with it, okay? I'm, I, I'll say this though, like I think even with like all the technical difficulties that we had, even in the beginning, I think that a lot of times those things can be distractions um, to get the, the message out. But nevertheless, I think that um, when the message does come out, there's a certain type of motivation um, and determination that's met with that message because of what you know what was set in place to prevent it from coming out you know what i'm saying i think that's anybody like whenever you feel doubted or whenever you feel like there's a chip on your shoulder you feel like you have that that responsibility to go out and and to bust the devil head wide open but at the same time it's like i don't like giving the devil no credit because like you tried you lost you know what i'm saying um i think furthermore what i would say is even with this message that we have now, I know we have to wrap up very soon. Um, I think that everything that Alice gave, everything that I gave, um, even if everything that you gave to Tavia, I think it was like spot on. Um, I think what I would say like in my closing remarks is that I think all in all, if you take what I said and, and, and figuring out how to apply the word so that way it can be beneficial in your life, I think that'd be one step that you will have that'll get you closer to your relationship with God and understanding how he moves, understanding how he operates, understanding why he does certain things like the five W's, what, when, where, how, all that. So I think that's that's really what I want to, the message that I want to put put out, push out at, for my closing remarks. Um, I'll let Tay go and then Alice can go um, on what they think their closing remarks are. And then we can pretty much kind of, you know, give you guys our, our last little farewell wishes for supporting us. Again, if y'all don't mind, can y'all do this for me? Make sure y'all like and share this live. This is our first time going live. This is um, an amazing experience that we all got to do. And I wouldn't have one to do it with any other person. My sister. My other sister right here. So with these two ladies, I just want y'all to share, like, heart the videos. Make sure y'all drop y'all comments so we can de um, definitely interact with y'all. But yo, those are my closing uh, remarks. Consistency and learning how to apply the word um, in your day-to-day. But um, go ahead, Tay, what you got? Well, I want to first say, we do have one more clip after this. Chris trying to rush us off, but that's okay. Oh, I was trying to rush. I thought that was our last one. <laughs> no, we got one more after this. But, I mean, it's I find it weird to, like, look at myself back, hearing myself like that. But God really did move, to be honest. And, I mean, I said what I said. That's what spiritual warfare is to be, winning the battle and the mind. That's where it begins. And if the God, if, if the devil can catch you off guard in your mind first, then he kind of got you. He's wheeled you into a place where you can't escape, you can't be free. But that's not so. You might feel that way, but that's not the truth. And that's what this is all about, the truth. You can be revived, you can be restored, and you can be renewed. You can be forgiven, like the truth. That's what we've been here talking about, being, re being revived. And to be revived is to know the truth of the word of God, the truth of the Lord. 
So if you know the truth of the Lord, then you won't be defeated. You know, you won't lose the battle because you got God on your side. So that's all I got to say with that one. I only got one sentence. And <laughs> devil, you lose again. Again. That, and again. that is the message of that last clip. Uh, um, and that was a powerful clip. I think we have two more clips okay, two um, more. that we're going to show you guys. Um, Chris don't really want to leave y'all. I promise. <laughs> um, but tonight has been very, very powerful. Um, if you're going to make sure that the enemy doesn't win anymore, I want y'all to say, devil, you lost again in the comments. Um, and it, that was just, that was just good. I think that, um, Tay, we don't, like, I feel like we hear from you, but that was a whole nother level. Like that moment, I just felt as though like you had tapped in and you was locked and you were loaded and you let all the clips out. And I hope that people really heard what you said because you gave them keys to enter into their revival. Jesus. I think tonight isn't just about talking about it, revival. It's about allowing millennials to experience revival. And one thing that we have to realize is there's a sound to revival. And revival isn't spooky or scary and it doesn't take many. When we look at really great revivals in history, we see that they were just submitted vessels to God. And so tonight you see before you submitted vessels to God that refused to allow the enemy to win. And we will open up our mouths each and every time that God gives us an opportunity so that God's people can be revived, so that you can experience healing, so that you can take it to other people, so that our nation can be saved, but then so our families can be saved. And so God can continue to snatch up these generations where the enemy wants to send them to hell. So I appreciate always being able to serve with you guys. I know we have a few more clips, but this has really been powerful tonight. And powerful. I know what's coming. So put on your seatbelts because you are not ready for these next two clips. God begins to literally usher us into a new level. And so prepare yourselves, open yourselves up. Um, if you sleeping near your husband, you might want to go to the bathroom real quick because you might start to worship. Um, if you out with your friends listening to us, you might want to go to the car real quick because it's about to get real. <laughs> or wake your husband up and y'all can worship together. Come on. All right, let's go. We think that um, it's just like this whole... Um, and. When I say this, I hope y'all hear my heart. Um, the Lord has been dealing with me about spiritual warfare in an aspect of we think it's just the enemy attacking, the enemy attacking, the enemy attacking. But not only is it just sometimes the enemy attacking, sometimes it's the lack of what we know. And it's the lack of um, the scriptures that we know or even misinterpreting the scriptures. And so it becomes a thing of all spiritual warfare is, is coming up against the kingdom of God or God's word or God's doctrine. And so when we don't know um, our word, we can find ourselves in things because of the fact that we don't know the word. Um, we can find spiritual warfare when we're out of alignment with God. Um, and so I encourage people, um, if you're facing a battle, one thing that we look at at the life of Jesus, he knew the word of God. He knew how to counter that. Um, Spirits don't have dominion over you. You have dominion over spirits. 
And so when something's trying to oppress you, you have the ability to say that ain't of God. And so you got to go. But I think a lot of times we don't understand the authority that God has given us. And so many times we think that we have like I've heard Christians who just say, I'm just going through. But you don't have to all the time. You don't have to stay in that place. Like Jesus didn't die for you to always be bound. And so it's like at some point you have to accept the ability to be free. You know, and so because and I, you know, I've just been realizing that if I want to say that I'm a Christian, I have to look at how Christ lived his life. And so when I look at him, he wasn't bothered even by the things that came to him. Mm. He wasn't bothered by the spirits that came. You know, when a demon came, they had to bow. It, it, when we look at, I, I forget where it is. I think it's like John 12 or somewhere in that atmosphere, in that area. But we look at the boy who was demon possessed. Come on. That demon started manifesting itself and throwing itself on the ground and doing all this crazy stuff. Why? Because at the name of Jesus, everything has to bow. Everything. And so even with spiritual warfare, my and let me say this. I hear you, Holy Spirit. Um, your spiritual warfare isn't against people. I think our biggest mistake is, oh, well, Zatavia. No, it might be a spirit that's trying to attack me through Tavia, but it's not Tavia, because the Bible talks about my warfare is not against flesh and blood, but against so some of you guys exactly. And so some of you guys are fighting people when you should be fighting the spirit. And so in order for us to be wise Christians and grow up in the spirit, we have to understand you're losing because you're not fighting right. My God. And so get the tools that you need, the proper teaching. Um, get in your prayer closet. Prayer works. The enemy, when he tried attacking me, I'm a pray baby. Because you thought you were about to win that battle. You know who I am. And um, now I'm going to have to pull out these scriptures right here. Yep. And, and remind you of who I am. And so I just want to encourage you when we think of spiritual warfare. I know that the enemy attacks, but understand who you are so that you can attack back. Come let, on. No, you just you lost another battle, and so um, you have power. And I think we don't we don't teach on the power enough. We don't teach on spiritual authority. We don't teach on you know. Um, I wasn't a church baby, but I appreciate the fact that I hear about church mothers. And one thing that I always hear about church mothers is them babies knew how to say, mm, or they knew how to plead the blood of Jesus, or they knew how to grab you up. Yeah. They had power. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. They had power that they didn't even have to speak. The demons just knew. Right. Mess around and I'm just gonna make a sound. And out of my sound, out of my moaning and my groaning, there's still authority. That's the type of authority I want where I can moan right. in the spirit. And demons be like, Oh, she done started up again. Yes. And I think yes. you do get to a place. I don't know about you guys, but I think you do get to a place sometimes where when you start to really spend time with God. The enemy just be like, let me just not even bother her because if oh, I yeah. bother her too much, she done already messed up and flipped the world upside down. She gonna <laughs> like get everybody safe. Right. Exactly. And then he be like, and then here come her daddy. Here come her daddy. You know what I'm saying? Here come her daddy. So yeah. I'm gonna just leave her alone because <laughs> I don't have time for this right now. Yeah, yeah. don't make me say go get my daddy. Okay, keep playing with me. I'm gonna call my daddy. Like. <laughs> well, understand that you can have tears in your eyes, but you have joy. 
Broken inside, but with your love, you made me whole. My world is shaking, but God, you keep me steady, and I realize that you have need of me. This is some of y'all reality. Tears in my eyes, but I have joy. Yes, Lord. Broken inside, but with your love, you made me whole, Jesus. My world is shaking, but God, you keep me steady, and I realize that you have need of me. You have need of me. Just put your hands on yourself and say, You have need of me. All the brokenness, all the pain. You have need of me. Ooh, you may be crying right now, but you want to realize that he has need of you. Broken inside right now, but you realize that he has need of you. You may not have all the answers, but he has need of you. All you got to say. Oh, Lord, I realize that you had need of me. Yes, need of you, man. My God, hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, that was everything. Me, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I don't care what the enemy says. Like, I just hear him so strongly right now. I don't care what lie the enemy has told you. I don't care what has come up against you. I don't care if people told you that you could never be what God spoke over you. I'm, we're here tonight, not just me, but we're here tonight to destroy every lie of the enemy and tell you that if God could use every one of us, you were looking at people that the enemy counted out, but God decided to count us back in and utilize every failure, everything, every trial, everything that we've ever been through. And so if God could do it for all of us, I'm promising you that you are up next for what God wants to do. And so do not count yourself out. Do not allow the enemy to play tricks on your mind. Do not allow him to keep you stagnant anymore. Literally, I hear the spirit of God saying, and as we've been speaking, there have been things that he's been dismantling. There have been things that he's uprooting there are some things that he's tearing down so that you're able to be restored so that you're able to see the revival and it's not just for you i'm telling you there are some of you who are generational curse breakers who god says i'm going to use you in this season but all you have to do is be yielded to me and so tonight my prayer is that you guys would say yes to god again and that's all you're looking for and so remember that he has need of you no matter what you have gone through God still wants you. And let me say this, because I hear you, Holy Spirit. He won't throw it back in your face. Jesus. You will never decide to say yes to God and he remembers your past and tell you everything that you've done. No, when you say a fresh yes, he no longer remembers it. And so you don't have to. You don't have to live under condemnation. You don't have to live under fear. You do not have to live under um, who you used to be. And I speak to those who have an identity crisis. I pray that Christ would begin to align you in his image right where you are so that you're able to see God for who he is, but you're able to see yourself for who he created you to be. Man. What? 
<laughs> I mean, I'm so glad we ended with that one right there. Like, full worship. Now, we ain't never seen that on The Spoken Truth before, but that was amazing. Man, make sure you guys are following Kentrell. He is a true worshiper. You know, his so, music so. is real. It's God-centered. It leads you to Christ. Like our sis said before we got out here, that was an ushering moment to leave us into this revival, this whole thing we've been on here talking about, to usher us in gracefully at that. Man, that was amazing. God has need of each and every one of us in this season. So please make sure you're in a state of mind, a posture where you can hear from God clearly because God needs you. He's preparing you in this season where you feel like you might be suffering, where you feel like you're lacking so many things. But please know that God is just preparing you for greater, preparing you for your next move, preparing you for the souls that he needs to pull in. God has need of you guys. Jesus, my God. I'm just still in awe because when I say the Lord moved, y'all, I mean, we was on that screen worshiping. I wish we could just play the whole video at this point, but we were responsible for just finding little clips. But when I say God moved in such a way, we were worshiping, we were praying, we were speaking in our heavenly language. We were going in warring. I mean, God moved. And I'm not just saying that to just brag. I'm saying it because it's real. What we experience, the things we go through, the seasons we are in now in our lives, they're real. So we want to give we want to give ourselves the opportunity to come before you guys with realness, with truth. Because when Millennial Speak started, that's what this is all about. To create a platform where millennials can have a voice to speak their truth, to speak God's truth. So we can learn from each other. We don't know everything. We learn from each mm -hmm. other. We learn from y'all. And we hope that you guys are learning something from us. Man, my God, I'm done. Jesus. That's that's a mouthful. He about to take me out on the, when he went to the four. Y'all don't know about that because I ain't no musician. But we went to that four. The four. My God. I forgot you was a musician. No, I'm not a musician. Yeah. I'm a musician. I'm a musician. Don't. Don't I'm just trying to help you, you know, pronounce your words. You know what I'm saying? Because all of us pass English one and two allegedly. Um, but praise God, I am a musician. Praise Him. Praise Him. What are your what, what are your um what are your thoughts, Alice, on your closing remarks? I'm over here. I'm back in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't be in the presence of God and not recognize his presence. Like it just does not happen. And so thinking back to that moment, um, Tay, you said it all. Like It was just a moment where God decided to breathe on us and really give us a sacred moment with him. And mm -hmm. to literally remind us, you're not just going to talk about revival, but you're going to experience it. And we had the tangible moment to be able to be reminded that no matter what comes up against you or whatever has been spoken over you, God has need of you. Every person is essential to the body of Christ. And so if you're hearing us tonight, I want you to know that fill in your name, God has need of you. Come on. And so I'm honored to know that this is a platform 
that has given God the ability to speak to his people. And I told y'all, I pray that y'all was ready for that and you received the deposit that was made in that moment because I know again for me, and this is the second time, I, I just felt the recharge again. Like I didn't come off mute until my brother brother said something because I'm over here still speaking in tongues. Like God is so God is so amazing. I don't have the words to explain him because he's unexplainable. Like God, we thank you. Like I just got to say it on this again. We thank, thank God for thank your you. presence. Like, and I'm gonna end because I know we're we're getting over time. But you know how many shows that there are that God don't mm. show up. Do you know how many times people go to church and open up their mouth and it's a song? Come on. Mm -hmm. And we have the ability in conversation to break chains. And laugh, Christopher makes us laugh. And I believe that God is breaking chains even in that. Like every part of this show, the enemy Jesus. is defeated every time. And people are able to walk out with breakthrough. Yes. And so I just, I'm just honored, like for real. I'm honored to be a part of this because this is something special that God has birthed. And can I say something when it's not about one person and it's about one person, he's able to do things like this and we're able to experience moments like this so that real deliverance can happen. So to my family, I just love serving with y'all for real. There's nobody like this team right here. Okay. Um, I love y'all and shout out to my brother Kelton cause he missing tonight, but we oh, love yeah. him. And I feel boy. like um, all of us are just amazing together. And I'm just excited to continue to see what God does through all of us. And I, I love the audience. I'm glad. I'm glad that we got to speak with y'all tonight, talk with y'all in the comments and actually just have a live show that I believe was a success. And I know God is proud of us. Same. I've been reading y'all comments. So y'all been seeing me looking down. I've been reading y'all comments. Every, everyone I'm like, oh, okay, I see. okay, okay. So... <laughs> But thank y'all for talking with us. Thank y'all for uh, joining us. Thank y'all for just rocking with us and um, being such an uh, intricate piece to Millennial Speech. We can't do this without y'all because y'all are the audience. So, I mean, we can put out the content, but without y'all supporting y'all love and y'all consistency, like, y'all are making this thing go. So I really appreciate y'all. Like, again, like, shout out to Brandy um, and Corey. Shout out to uh, Tavia, Alice. Shout out to my, my, my bishop, my pastor, Kelton A. Gibbons. Man of God in your man of God in your absence. Um I represent you well, hold you down. Um just miss you. I miss you, my spiritual father. Thank you much. <laughs> Speaking of Kelton, Kelton, guys, be praying for our brother. Uh he is going through an experience in a death. So we do want to pray over him and his family, making sure they're going through that healing process. And we want to remind them that still in death, God has need of you. So, Kelton, we're praying for you, and we love you, and we miss you. So, friends, we thank you guys so much for tuning in for another lit episode of Millennial Speaks. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We hope you guys got something from it. We hope that you feel revived, refreshed, renewed, because we do. So, we love you guys, and everything will be down in the description box below where you can follow everybody. I know this is a live show, uh -huh. but we forgot one thank you. Uh, to our other co-hosts. Kentrell. Oh, Kentrell and Margarita. <laughs> yes. Everything yes, will we be forgot Where you can follow Margarita, Kentrell, and of course, all three of us. So love you. Thank you, Margarita and Kentrell, for blessing us with your wisdom, with your grace. And 
Good night, guys. Later.